Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Woo-wee. We had a crazy, crazy game that we have to break down. We aren't going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it because if Atlanta Falcons fans want to spend their Halloween the right way, if they want to watch a scary movie on Halloween, just go back and watch this game. You don't have to watch anything else. Just go back and watch this game because this movie had everything you would want in a thriller, a horror movie, but it still had a happy ending because, I mean, there were ups, there were downs, there were scares, there were highs, there were lows, but the Falcons came out on top at the end of the day, 37 to 34. They defeat the Carolina Panthers, get their first division win of the season, and most importantly, Bo Morgan, they are in sole possession of first place in the NFC South at four and four. It was a doozy. Man, Bo, I, I wish you just could have seen us in, in back in the Kia studios while while you guys were doing a great job, you know, broadcasting down there at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We were going through it in the Kia studios, Bo. You know, uh, me, Steven, Dom was there. Obviously, Chris Goforth, Hoppler Bell. I mean, it was it was a time in the Kia studios because, I mean, that game was just crazy. We were going through it. I'm sure you guys were going through it, too, in the booth because that was a roller coaster of a game. Well, yeah, as Wes Durham so politely told everyone uh, listening <laughs> to the game, I uh, I packed up multiple times thinking that we were leaving to go do our <laughs> interviews, and it never had. You know, we just kept going. Right. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I packed up with about 30 seconds to go in the game. Yep. <laughs> that was a bad move. So then I unpacked again to get ready to go, you know, for overtime. And then right. um, – uh, the interception where you know, I've, I'm so sick of the the, the guy on the Twitter, uh, you know, with the, these people that that mm-hmm. think because they've watched all 22, they know what they're looking at. And yeah, uh, it was a bad read by Mariota on the throw to Bird. Well, no, I mean, not really. He had one on one coverage with a guy yeah. who running a post. And, you know, that's the thing where I'd like to see Demir Bird kind of. Yeah, fight for that more. Not get ran over. Right. I mean, he he uh, CJ Henderson ran through him mm-hmm. to get the ball, and um, and so uh, you know when that was it, I was like, well, I, I got to because I have to leave as soon as the game is over. Right. I have to get down there quickly, get set up. Um, you know, Arthur Smith is normally pretty quick to come do his interview. Yeah. And so with us on Falcons Radio, and and so you know we were, I put myself up again, and then. Here we go. You know, they missed the field goal. So now we got to go back through it. But just a wild game. I mean, I tweeted uh, uh, after the game. I was sitting there, and, and um, I think Arthur had already came. We were waiting uh-huh. somebody else. I was like, well, that was a perfect Halloween game. Yep, I, I mean, saw that tweet. Yep. That game was – it's on holiday. And yeah. I have to apologize to every, all the Falcons fans who thought they were going to um, have a, you know – didn't think they were going to have an overtime game. I, I jinxed it early on um, <laughs> before the game even started with uh-huh. these two teams. I said, you know, with the way these teams are set up, uh-huh. um, the, what they want to do is run the ball. I can see this game being super quick. You know, this might be a two-hour game. <laughs> it was anything but. <laughs> that, that was the, that was the, 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 the nail yeah. in the coffin there. 
Yep. So that being so said, you're the reason for this, Squid Billy. You're you're the reason. We blame we blame you. We blame you for the long game, but we also uh, uh you know appreciate you for the well. Long look, game. that being said, we uh we have a three game winning streak at home. Mm-hmm. We've won four of our last six games. After starting zero and two, we're now back to four and four, which means the last six games we've gone four and two. So, right. um, you know, we have some stuff to talk about to be happy about. I know that. People aren't upset with the way the game played out. Um, but in the end of the day, you know, we got to win. And that's all that matters. And we're in first that's place. That and that's all that matters. Yep. Exactly right. That's literally, at the end of the day, is there a W or L by, you know, the win-loss column? There's a W today. That's good. Are we in first place or are we not in first place? We're in first place. That's good. And guess what? There's no, there's no such – there's no percentage points – there's no, you know, tiebreaker. No, we're a full game in first place by ourselves. That is a good thing. And we did that by getting a win today. And guess what? We fought, we scratched, we clawed throughout that entire game because that game was not easy. We went up against a pretty good football team in the Carolina Panthers, and we got us a win at home, defended home field. That is, that, those are all good things. So, go ahead. Give them a lot of credit. Give give Carolina a lot of credit. Give Steve yeah. Wilkes a ton of credit. Steve Wilkes yes. is the interim head coach. Took over for Matt Roll. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a uh, he's a guy that I felt. Look, the mistake that Moore made, and we'll get to it, that cost him the game essentially. Yes, um, is is a big one. But mm-hmm. Steve Wilkes has got this team kind of believing, playing yeah. well together. So. As much as, you know, he's a guy that he got a really raw deal in uh, Arizona a few years ago um, where he got a one and done and, you know, yeah. they, they they drafted Rose. And just a bad thing altogether. And uh, look at all he's done is put this Carolina team and give them hope. And they're, what, two and, uh, two and six now? Yep. So it doesn't look great for them moving forward. But he gave them hope. He's got them competing. They've played great the last two weeks. Um, and... You kind of hope that they turn around and lose next week to Cincinnati, I think they play. Um, yeah. I think it's they play Cincinnati. I know either them or the Saints. No, no, it's them because the Saints don't play. And um, the Saints play Baltimore, I think. So, Gotcha. And uh, and Tampa Bay's got a tough game. They play um, – well, who do they play? I want to say they play like uh, – they play, they play a tough one themselves. So, You're it's – you know, this is and and by the way, we have a tough matchup. But you yeah, kind of hope by the time we go to Carolina on that Thursday night game, maybe they've lost again, and and the team is back to kind of um, reeling, and, and they're kind of more aware they took over, and that 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 kind of that surge mm-hmm. that they've gotten is gone. If that makes any sense. No, most definitely. You know, we 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 kind of help take take the wind out of their sails a little bit because, like you said, they were feeling themselves as they should have been after a big win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, they were they were coming in against us with, with some confidence. So it was good that we defended home field, didn't let them get any extra momentum that they could take into Cincinnati because they are playing the Bengals. That's going to be a tough matchup for them. And, you know, it, it's a good thing that we didn't allow them to continue that momentum against us and, you know, allow that maybe to carry them on throughout the rest of their season or at least for the next couple of games. So, no, it, it was just through and through a huge win by us. And uh, by the way, next week, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have another team that has been, you know, not so great. And it's a team that 
you know, are actually the defending Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two struggling teams right now in the Buccaneers and the Rams. They'll match up uh, next Sunday. That's 425 on CBS. So there you go. That's the Rams matchup for, I mean, not the Rams. Well, it is the Rams, but the Buccaneers matchup. And, and by the way, that's week. a team that mm-hmm. plays well. That they, 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 know, they play well against Tampa because they can really get interior pressure to L.A. Can. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. That's not – we could we could honestly see the NFC South go zero and four next week on all four teams that come out. They all could go zero and four, and we could be sitting here looking at a two week, a minimum of two week rain in first place at four and five uh, when we talk next week. So I hope not, but right. we could. It, it is it is something that we could. It is a possibility. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That is definitely a possibility. We'll see if that happens. But for right now, I want to talk about one of the biggest plays in this game. And really, it's the play that kickstarted all the madness that was uh, that, that took place in this game. And that was the 62-yard touchdown pass from P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore. Bo, I have to hear what your take on this is. How does that touchdown happen how is a corner not on dj moore how is it rashawn evans and it was, i think it was rashawn evans and dean marlowe that were in coverage on that play how, how does that how does that end up happening because you, you know you're in a they weren't quite in a prevent because prevent is like for hell mary situation so arthur smith said in uh, in the post-game interview with dave archer he, he didn't say they were in a hell mary situation so i have to believe they weren't necessarily in a prevent defense but still how do you let that happen well, Arch said that on the broadcast we were talking about. He's he said I don't like the three man rush because I think it. Yes, yeah. PJ Walker. He, he you he's gonna he wants to get out of the pocket in that situation right. and buy time, right. so he can he get you know the the guys can get open because you're essentially dropping eight if you rush three. They were in cover two, and in that situation, Rashawn Evans is going with the guy. His guy is the guy coming down the scene, which was DJ Moore. So in that coverage, in that cover two, Evans is supposed to be in with when DJ runs through there, mm-hmm. DJ Moore, Evans is supposed to be in front of him. And then Dean Marlowe in that situation is supposed to be in the back. So it almost creates a bracket coverage, right? Right. So it makes it a tougher throw. What people don't realize is that makes it a hard throw because right. Walker has to fit it in. So you can't, you have to go over Evans. And in that situation, you have to put more, you have to put the ball up and Marlowe's can come up and take and and from the back and either knock it down or intercept it. Right. Marlowe didn't get there. Nope. He got there late. Cause if you look, Evans grabs the arm of Moore. He, he scraped. He didn't thought, he didn't know he called it. He thought, you know, uh, but that's, I don't want to call someone out, but it's kind of a Dean Marlowe. That's what happened. They're in cover two. Yep. He got he he got in between them, which is okay. But Marlowe's supposed to be there. 
You're supposed yeah. to have safety help. The whole thing that Rashawn Evans is doing is making it where it's a tougher throw, where you have to go over him and taking the underneath part of that right away. So, honestly, Dean Marlowe's got to be there to knock the ball down, pick it off, whatever. But he just wasn't there. So, that's my take. Uh, you weren't in – I mean, you can – you know, it's not really prevent. It is no. a – prevent style right where you're only rushing three guys to flood and make it harder but he just you just had a part where a guy that in and in dean's defense he just hasn't played a lot this year jalen no. hawkins has played a majority of the snaps he goes out <clears throat> excuse me late last week and that's kind of what you're left with so you know you can sit here and blame, but if you you know what you know, Dean Marlowe's got to be there. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not going to be a jerk, but he's got to be there. That's yeah. all there is to it. And then part of that, like you said, is the inexperience of Dean Marlowe. I mean, the two safeties for the majority of this year have been Richie Grant and Jalen Hawkins, and you know, unfortunately, you know, Jalen Hawkins was out today, and Dean Marlowe had to step in, and you know. Guys are going to make mistakes when they don't have the the, the experience. So, well, it's, and, and, and here's the thing: now, experience mm -hmm. is. I don't like that term, and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to pick on you. I don't no, like that yeah. term. Um, experience. The guy's been in the league for six years. I mean, he's thirty years old. He's played. He's yeah. been around. But you know, when you don't play, Dylan, I guess you can right. use experience this year when you don't play enough or a lot. There is a rust factor, and right. you know you kind of get lost, and you're out of position because you know you're just trying to. Now we can talk all that, but he played the whole damn game. So he did. That's true. Like That's a very good point. That's a very good point. You know. Yeah. So uh, experience. I mean, I guess you can use that term. It just you know a rust factor. Uh, not to try to pick on you for, uh, for saying the wrong thing, but no, yeah, you know, just fr a frustrating situation altogether. Most definitely. I mean, as a frustrating play. I mean, because. Either way it goes, you can't let that happen. You're you're a you're a professional football player. You've been playing football for a long time. You you know whether it's NFL or not. I mean, like you said, he's been in the NFL for six years. Either way it goes, even if he was a rookie, you've been playing NFL for or not NFL. You've been playing football for a while. You understand that kind of situation. Don't let anything get over you. Don't let anybody get past you. So that that is a good point you make. And one, he's been in the NFL for a minute. And two, you know, just you got to know the situation. You got to have a better football IQ and know that you can't let anything get over the top of you when you're the safety and you're supposed to be giving help. So, no, it's a good point by you. So, bad play there by Dean Marlowe. But fact of the matter is, Falcons were able to bounce back and get the win. So, that was a sequence that kind of threw the game in a, in a, in a tizzy and we entered in the twilight zone the night before Halloween. Squid, what were your sequences? That helped the Falcons win the game this evening in uh, squid sequences, if you got a few of those for us. 